welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today we are tackling, uh, in, in honor of the live action release <laughs> uh, of, of this movie, uh, we are looking at the 1992 animated version of Aladdin. Classic. Classic. It's a classic Jafar, baby. Ja- yeah, Jafar's <laughs> the villain. It's, Jafar it's just, is very clearly the, the, villain the villain of this movie. That's what I do like about Disney movies, though, is there's none of this ambiguity of who's supposed to be the villain. Yeah. Or like, there's some moral gray area here. There's like, this is your villain, yeah. this is your heroes, and we're on that side, which makes doing this so much fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can tell he's the villain because he has facial hair. He has uh-huh. facial hair, and he has the, um, the uh, Disney uh, gay lisp. Um, mm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, a lot of villains are very angular. Like, yes, everything's very true. pointy. Anybody that's uh, nice is soft. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They play with the visuals there, yeah. But we're arguing, uh, yeah, that Jafar was right in this one. Uh, right-ish. Right-ish. I'm, I'm going to go right-ish. Okay. okay. I'm not 100% on board with Jafar, but there are definitely points where I'm like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's done He's done some things. So, so, and this is a, a point I want to bring off, uh, bring up right away off the top, because mm-hmm. I think this puts everything else into the movie into perspective. Because you're right, there are some things that Jafar does in this movie where you're like, oof, that's a little rough. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, as I mentioned on our Lord of the Rings episode... It is always important to realize who is the person telling you this story and what their perspective is. Yes. Right? And in this case, the entire story of Aladdin, as it's presented to us as a movie, is being told to us by a guy trying to sell you a lamp. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this movie is framed as a uh, a, a guy, <laughs> a wandering yeah. uh, merchant mm. trying to sell his wares. Yep. and he's like, whoa, 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 hang on, you don't want any of my crap? Well, what about this crappy lamp? <laughs> oh, but there's a story behind it. So this this whole movie is a sales is, pitch. It's the sales pitch, and it is the used car salesman's version of events that happened. This all makes sense. This all, so I'm using that to sort of frame everything okay. that we're looking at. You know what I mean? That's funny. I didn't even clock that, but you're right. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, That's so is, obvious. This is a sales pitch. Yes. So the good guys are going to be a little more good, mm. and the bad guys are going to be a little more bad than they uh, originally were, or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they were in reality. I'm not saying this didn't happen. I'm not saying it's total <laughs> fabrication <laughs> in this, this cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, there weren't genies and yeah. all this stuff. I'm just saying there's probably some subtleties there that are going to make you, uh, you know, that you're going to leave out so that I can, I, get, I can get to the sales pitch a little quicker. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's there's an alternate version of this uh, movie where it ends and, like, it goes, like, the end and the genie flies off into, to go to Disneyland or something. And then it's that merchant again being like, so, the lamp, eh? What do you think? Probably worth it. What a conversation piece. Tell this, uh, tell this to everybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's the epilogue I need to see. In that, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think even without that, we can make a pretty strong argument that Jafar was right. Well, yeah, at least in this in this world, yeah. I'm like I can buy because like he is a little murdery. 
kind of. Yeah. He's a, he's a yeah. little he's murdery. Got, he's got a little murdery, but that is also, this is kind of the world that we're living in. Yes. And, and in his defense, uh, it's established at one point in the movie that when Jasmine marries mm-hmm. and becomes, uh, I don't know if she becomes sultaness or whatever, she mm-hmm. becomes, she's going to be in charge of Agrabah, yes. is that she uh, is going to get rid of Jafar. Yes. She is going to probably have him executed, which yes. they don't state explicitly, but she does not like him for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. And is going to get rid of him. So everything from that point on becomes self-preservation for Jafar. Absolutely. And it's this case of, which we've talked about before on this podcast, that you have, you're in a society that is arbitrarily putting uh, certain people in charge because of bloodlines. Okay. Yeah. You have more power than anybody in this establishment. Okay. Like you're literally a sorcerer. Okay. Okay. So you have your, you should kind of be in charge. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like the uh, the father running everything. The sultan. Yeah, yeah. the sultan um, doesn't seem very aware to the problems that are happening. And it's like people are literally constantly stealing uh, because you have such a poverty problem in your kingdom. In the capital. Yeah, in the capital. Okay, like yeah. these are people that are literally on your doorstep. It's so unsafe outside of the walls. You've never let your daughter leave. And she has no concept that you need to pay money in order to get food. Yeah, which is fucking wild, dude. That whole crazy. scene is crazy where she takes an apple, gives it to the kid. The kid wanders off and he's like, okay, so are you going to pay for that? She goes, what do you mean pay for that? Oh, you a dumb bitch. And (laughs) not only that, but on a city whose uh, economy is largely going to be based on trade. That's where they are. They're Mm -hmm. on the river. They obviously have like uh, camel caravans and things like that coming into town, right, to, to buy and sell goods. The entire economy of your kingdom and this city in particular is based on the exchange of goods and services for money and bringing things in from other places. So the idea that you don't understand that money is what you need to exchange in order to uh, run this, uh, to, to, to get goods, is insanity. Especially when you consider the timeline that she should have already been in charge. Oh, because she was going to be married yes. already. Because it's like, th- and that's the because they're like, three days. yeah, your birthday's in three days. You're supposed to already be married. Yeah, and we have to have you married in the next three days. But you don't understand the basic economy of uh, this of this nation. <laughs> yes, yeah, and and on top of that, her father. Let's just go back to him for a second. Mm-hmm. Is a child. Yeah, he has a child's mind. Mm-hmm. For most of the movie, he's playing with toys. Yes. He, or playing with the carpet as soon as he sees it. Or exactly. Whatever. Yes, exactly. He's he's a child. He's, None of these people should be in charge. None of these people should be in charge. And then in step, Jafar, mm-hmm. who is uh, knowledgeable. He's, you know what I mean? Like, he actually does understand how this kingdom is run. He understands uh, he's able to, you know, you know, for good or worse, he's able to get Aladdin arrested and things like that. Like, yes. he understands the structure of the guards, and he understands, uh, you know, putting people in prison. Like, he, he understands mm. all that. He also understands the laws of the land. Like, he's the one who says, you know, she must be married and things like that. It turns out to be kind of in his own self-interest mm-hmm. after he's threatened with death. 
but he yeah, gets it. And I do want to make a point about like when he okay, so he lies and says that he's had Aladdin beheaded, right? Yes. Like he's like, okay, like he's dead. I've I've had him beheaded. He's taken care of, right? Like don't for worry. For kidnapping about- the princess. Yeah, for kidnapping the princess. Um so we've established, because like uh, the uh, Sultan gets mad at this. He's like, you're supposed to discuss any punishments through me first. But that's what he's angry about, not that this man has been beheaded. So it's established that beheadment is normal in this society. So at no point does any of the people in charge actually have a problem with this as a form of punishment. <laughs> it's just that my daughter happened to like this yes. guy. Who and is probably the first person she's ever met who isn't a So prince. at no point is this a, a, a judgment of morality of we shouldn't do this to people. It's that you shouldn't have done it to that person, which is not the opinion of people that should be in charge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty, um, they're pretty capitalistic in their punishment. Like they chop off hands for, yeah. for you know, stealing <laughs> and that sort of thing, which is like, you know, if that's the world that we're living in and that's the system that you're under, fine, but Jafar is the only one who knows how to govern mm. is the problem. And the first time we see Jafar, it's uh, it's actually before we even meet Aladdin. Yes. Right? It's right at the beginning where uh, he gets the second half of the Scarab Beetle and that shows them to the Cave of Wonder and then that big lion head pops up and he sends that... Uh, one guy in that the the thief, the assassin, mm. or whatever it is, and, and he's not worthy. He's not so, worthy. Yeah. And he gets eaten up by the sand. But which the cave kind of feels like that he this cave's making rules on the fly a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the rules are changing from person to person. Yeah, it says bring me the diamond in the rough <laughs> yeah. and all the rest. So so the cave has some idea of who's supposed to be there. But I want to focus on Jafar here because this is this he is he's done the research. Mm-hmm. He's done all the legwork. This is a world where a magic lamp exists in a cave filled with treasure. And he seems to be the only one who is aware of the presence of the lamp and the genie. Yes. Like he knows exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He's done all that research. He's done that work. He's tracked down the scarabs. He's uh, hired people to do it. He's located the cave. He put in all the work. He just can't go in and get it himself because of some arbitrary rule. Yes. Because he knows he's not pure of heart. <laughs> he's not pure of heart. I mean, that's a, you know, yeah. that's a, but, but, okay, so let's talk about what's the criteria then for going in there. What do you think that is? Why do you think Aladdin can do it and Jafar can't? Oh, probably because Aladdin gave the bread to the kids. <laughs> oh, you think that's it? So, like, he's just generous in himself? Yeah, because he's kind of like a Robin Hood character. Okay. Like, the stuff he is stealing, even though he's a thief, he's still a thief with good intentions and morals, in a sense. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Mm. But then, (laughs) okay, but then couldn't you argue that, say, Jafar uh, murders, but if he's murdering a sultan to take over and ease the suffering of people, would that not also make him... Well, yes, but at no point does that happen. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The people he seems he doesn't care about murdering are like thieves and that sort of thing. Yeah, which is, I mean, if you murder a murderer, are you a murderer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, those are two different levels, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm just saying he's done the work and he's the only person who really seems to understand uh, what's required. Yeah, well, what's crazy to me is is that, like, I'm going to jump to the end here. Yeah. 
But what's crazy to me is is the first rule that they abolish is that she can marry whoever she wants, and it's at no point a discussion of maybe we should also remove that beheadment thing. <laughs> it's like we're fine with that. Yeah, we're we're still gonna operate under that rule. That's fine. Obviously, Jafar, we have no problems here. <laughs> you need to put people to death. Yeah, like the first thing is is that like oh my daughter should have who she wants. Because clearly, if we can just change these rules arbitrarily, then maybe we could change a couple more, <laughs> is all I'm trying to say. Yes, and th- that's another crazy thing about the Sultan, is after all of this has gone down, and it's a quite a bit over three days, Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. he goes, well, all right, I can change the law. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. the first time that it occurred to him as the Sultan, as the ruler of mm. this uh of this uh, country, I don't know, country, state, city, city, mm-hmm. state, whatever it is, uh, that as a ruler, he can change laws and, and change the way things are. Like, it's it's pretty insane that he doesn't realize that he has this power. And it's not like he has to deal with, like, a parliament or anything like no. that. Like, he's it's a dictator. It's just like, you decide. <laughs> yes. He's a dictator. Yeah, and that's a good way to frame this man. He's a dictator, and being, overthrowing a dictator is generally... Not the most evil thing. <laughs> Except that Jafar would be instilling himself as also a dictator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly would. <laughs> I, I, he's got that vibe. <laughs> I, and you know what? Historically, I think the only thing worse than dictators has been overthrowing dictators and replacing them with more dictators. Yes. That okay. has, yeah, that you is, know what? That has tended not to be good. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Especially. So, yeah. So he knows about the genie. He wants the genie. Yeah. So that he can, you know, overthrow this properly, get a little more power, get get all your ducks in order. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so let's establish that, first of all, uh, Aladdin gets thrown into this, and he leaves this cave with the two most valuable items in the cave. This was not a loss at any point. For Aladdin? Yeah. No. Because it's not like you left behind, like you left with the two most priceless objects in this fucking building. The flying carpet and yes. the genie and the lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Flying carpet. That's crazy. That's yeah. B- probably better than the lamp in certain circumstances. I mean, Other than the fact that you could, if you thought of it, wish for a flying carpet for yourself. Yeah. I want to be a prince with a flying carpet. It's yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that... Shoehorning things in there. Oh, okay. We'll count that as one wish, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're right. At the very least, even if he uh, lost... So even if Jafar took the lamp, yes. right? Because uh, Abu goes in and grabs it from him. Yeah. So even if he didn't game. leave with that, he still can leave with, with the, the carpet. carpet, which is drastically going to change his life. Yes. You know, as a as a guy who's living on the streets, and he can be like, "Hey, you want to see something cool? Twenty dollars." And you're like, mm-hmm. "Flying carpet! Holy shit!" Yeah. Like your life is set with this flying carpet. Why do you need more Aladdin? <laughs> because he wants to impress a girl that he met once. Yes, for thirty earlier seconds. That day. Yes, of course. Of Literally course, of course. earlier that day. Yeah, <laughs> that he's now madly in love with. Yeah. Let's make this happen. I think. I think, especially in Disney movies, you kind of have to give that to them, where they're mm. like, "Yes, they are meant to be together. Yes, they're falling in love." Yeah. 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 
I mean, most of the timelines of these movies, these people wouldn't live till 40 anyway, so I kind of get it. That's true. Yeah. It's like, we got to get married <laughs> now. T- time is money, baby. I've we- got- <laughs> the, the Black Death is coming with the Mongol hordes as they come through here. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. People are chopping up heads in this bitch. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah my, my life expectancy as a street thief is not a very long one. No. They, they, those guards have very sharp swords and seem to know who I am and where I live. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I love the guards because the guards were painted as like these buffoons and they're so evil and whatever. But I'm like, they're literally just doing what they're told. Yeah. They're trying to get him because he stole. Yep. That's And probably stole from somebody who was also poor. Yeah, I can't imagine those like fishmongers and things like that are doing super well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think like, the fucking local baker is like cleaning up. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he is either. Uh, and he's done it mo- multiple times. Actually, in the song, uh, the, the song like the One Step or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like one of the uh, side characters actually describes him as a one man rising crime. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so clearly he's been going at this a while. Him and Abu seem to have, like, a pretty good back and forth in Mm -hmm. terms of, like... Mm -hmm. Like, Abu has a lock-picking kit. Yeah, this is... uh, Yeah, (laughs) this is regular business. They literally are running scams on people. Yeah. My monkey's going to distract you, and I'm going to take a melon while you're not looking. And for some reason, eat it right on top of your venue. Because fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to sit in the canopy above your melon stand and eat it right. You could hear me crunch. Yeah. This, I think we can all agree that this entire movie is a great argument for universal basic income. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is, it it is not necessarily his fault that he is poor. No, if there was, if, if, if Aladdin had a minimum, uh, a livable Mm -hmm. wage, uh, what would he do with his day? Well, he wouldn't be venturing into the, uh, desert to get lamps from old dudes, you know what I mean? He wouldn't be stealing for a living. Yeah, if I found out that girl was a princess after meeting her that way, my first instinct wouldn't be like, oh, I love you more now. It would be, fuck you. Yeah, do you, you see how I live? Me? Yeah, and how dare you come in here and be like, I never got to leave the palace and boo-hoo-hoo. Bitch, people are stealing out here. Like, we are trying, there are kids picking up fish bones out of the fucking trash can, and you don't even understand the fucking concept of money and that people yeah. have to pay. I don't like you more now that I know that. That's yeah. insane. I saved you, and I don't have shoes. Yes, 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 you know? yeah. You're like, this is your thrill ride that you're out with the fucking bums. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're slumming it? Yeah, you're, ew, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Fucking slumming it out here. I, although, okay, here's, this is so dumb, but I, this is the first time I've clocked, I think this is because this is the first time I've ever watched this as an adult. Sure. A Whole New World is the most condescending fucking song I've ever heard my goddamn Oh, listen to this. Listen to this, okay. I can show you the world, okay. This man got this carpet less than 24 hours ago. Can you imagine showing up somewhere? You imagine if you and I went to a museum that neither of us, neither of us have ever been to. And I'm like, let me show you around. 
Yeah. Wrap your head around that for a second. That is so fucking, this guy's like, yeah, girl, you've never seen this. Let me show you the things that I've never even fucking seen myself. That's actually a really great Jesus point. Christ, man. Yeah, that's true. He is <laughs> not. a crazy song. You're right. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Let me show you the world. I'm still figuring out the technology of this, though. That's a legit criticism <laughs> of that. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that maybe it's a metaphor for love, but still, yeah. The, he has not. No, he has he, not explored. He's never left. The, yeah, he hasn't <laughs> left that city before. That's so true. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy, crazy, man. It is crazy. You know what else is crazy is how far they go in that uh, in that uh, sequence. Oh, did you do the math on? I didn't Craig? do. I didn't do the math, <laughs> but like I figured out. So I read the Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, so so. Agrabah is also uh, obviously fictional. It's not a real place. Yes, of course. But uh, somebody, I think, has established that it's somewhere on the Jordan River, which is like Israel, Jordan, okay, Egypt, yeah. Palestine, like mm-hmm. that sort of area. Uh, somewhere in there. And they definitively travel to Egypt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Parthenon in Greece, they show that, and China. Yeah. That in, in a night... Yo, that's fast. <laughs> yeah, that's Santa fast. I was gonna do the math, but then I was like, no, it's just that's just crazy. That's like super fast. You know what I mean? In one night. Yeah. On a carpet. And that's also to to say this about Jasmine, to speak on her character was that she wasn't about this man until she saw the carpet. Yes, I want to bring that crazy. up. I want to bring that up too because it's like there is a, like a little moment of where like she does recognize like he says, "Do you trust me?" And that's supposed to be like a cue in of like, yeah. okay, we've met before, but at no point is that established. And for some reason, there's like Clark Kent rules running here where nobody can recognize this man they saw 24 hours ago. Yes, that's facial <laughs> recognition. I guess if you it's not even he, they didn't even put glasses on him. They gave him a yeah. hat. Yeah. <laughs> He changed we, hats. We as audience members were able to tell that it was the same yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, and, and 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 about the carpet is the whole the Jasmine. The whole thing is like I'm tired of these princes showing up and just like trying to be like here's mm-hmm. all my wealth and here's all my flashy things and yes. uh, I'm you're I'm expected to like you because you're because uh, you're a prince and you mm-hmm. have all these nice things, right? Which fair enough, you can object to that. Yeah. But then Aladdin shows up, has all these nice things, and the genie the whole time is just like, be yourself, just be yourself, be who you want to be, tell her the mm-hmm. truth, all the rest. Uh, and she still rejects him. Like, he, he decides to lie and keep saying that he's a prince. She rejects him and then doesn't get reinterested until he steps off the balcony onto his flying carpet. Yes. Which just means that she's just falling for the nice things Again, yeah. Thing. It's just he happens to have one nice thing that every other prince in the world doesn't have, which is a flying carpet, which, of course, that's a thing that nobody else has. Like, it just has to be crazy special for it. You know? 100%. That's like, that's like people be like, I'm tired of, like, all these guys showing up in their, like, fancy cars trying to impress me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be impressed by... Uh, fancy cars, whatever, and then someone's showing up in the most expensive, like, Maserati and something, and be like, look at this fancy car. And you're like, oh, well, that's something I've never seen before, so, yay. Oh, like, it's the God. exact same thing, right? That is the exact... I hate those videos. Have you seen those videos? Where oh. they run it as an experiment? They're like, look at how... Look at these bitches. 
look at these women that are just out for fucking money. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but you probably sat there for like 10 hours. Oh, is this when they <laughs> like invite li- people to like, yeah, like, women oh, do you want to like take a ride in my car? And then they try and do it when it's just like a shitty car and no women get in. But if they have a really nice car, like three women out of what I have to guess is 300 get in. And it's like, oh, yeah, you've really proven your point, man. Like, that drives me fucking crazy. Because the audacity to have this opinion that women women go for money, and it's like, yeah, but if you see those women, it's also the men that are going for, like, tits and ass or whatever. I'm like, it's the same thing. You're all being pretty honest about what you are looking for. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. (laughs) My cup of tea. the rest of the population doesn't want you anyway. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, there'd be... I'm a guy who very much subscribes to the fact that you are a small-dicked man if you have, like, like those crazy sports cars and stuff like that. I I just, like, Mm. if you... Like, you're revving your... I don't know. I don't... Like... I moved to, okay, this is complicated, because, like, as a mechanical engineer, I'm like, ooh, I understand how, like, cars are these, like, their art forms, you know, the bodies, and, like, their marvels of engineering, and, Mm -hmm. like, how you can be really into that, and that's fine, but, like, there's just an arrogance that goes with certain cars, where I'm just like, what are you doing? Who do you think you're trying to impress? Like, if you ever see, like, someone in a Lamborghini in downtown Toronto, like, on Bay Street or something, and, like, the thing is... Like ten thousand RPM, like it's, like yeah. it's it's revving so high. Plus, you're downtown Toronto. You're going yeah. ten miles an exactly. hour. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's my point. And like they move like three feet, and this yeah. thing's making the most noise. And it's 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 like the equivalent of like look at me, everybody. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like if if you if you're like I'm a car guy and I got this car and I took it out onto like a racetrack mm-hmm. out out there and I was able to let it go, I'd be like, that's great, man. I'm so glad that you're that successful. You can like afford to like do your habits like you know stuff like that and you you're you're being appropriate about how Mm. you use it great oh yeah tell me about it great amazing but you're downtown toronto being like i'm in an expensive suit and i'm like revving my engine and moving three feet i'm moving as if you're as moving as fast as a kia fuck you for having that (laughs) yeah oh Uh, fucking cute yeah but that's exactly what aladdin's doing he's showing up revving his fucking engine with his money suit on (laughs) <laughs> he just happens to break that threshold of, of what Jasmine's asking for. Yeah. I also think it's crazy that uh, nobody asks what the genie's name is. <laughs> He's like genie through the whole thing. To be fair, I think he introduces himself as genie of the lamb. Which is what I would like to talk about. Because I'm like, does if Jafar turns into a genie, is his name just genie now? Uh, ooh, good question. Is that the is that the world we're living in? Because if I met somebody and I was like, you know, like I I'm a human being, and it's like, okay, well, am I just gonna call you human being now, or can like, do we have a name? Should I call you something else? Whatever. Right. It's a really weird thing to just have a character be called the thing that they are. Uh, y- yes. Yeah, and maybe it's never been an issue until Jafar wishes to be another genie. Yeah. Like it's like. Oh, okay. We got to call you Rebecca R now because there's another Rebecca in the class. Yeah, like, you yeah, know what I yeah. Mean? <laughs> <laughs> we never thought about what to call you before because so far you've been the only one. Yeah. Around. Uh, yeah, but God, the genie, right? Genie J. Oh, I like. 
I miss Robin. The, the, this is the mm. role. This is the role that like I just loved Robin Williams in. Yeah, of course. Like the when he passed away, I watched this movie. Oh god. And I was just like, that's so sad. Like <coughs> the, the 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 I shudder to think what Will Smith is gonna be. Half the shoes he has to fill in. Ah, oh, dude, you know, honestly, because everybody's freaking out about how he looks, because he looks weird. Will sure. Smith, like the the way they've stylized that is ridiculous. Sure. Honestly, if I was running that movie, that's such an easy fix for me. Uh, Will Smith as the genie, sure, that makes sense to me. He's yeah. a very charismatic, whatever. Yeah. Don't make him blue. Put uh, just do all the silver shit on his body. That looks du- that would look awesome. Yeah. If it was just silver designs on his body, natural skin, it would look right. It would, yeah. Fixed. And I think in a lot of it, he is. Like, I think he, like, takes on human form for some of it, and then he's not blue. Uh, But, yeah, I think... It's like what they did with Sonic. It was like everybody's freaking out about Sonic. (laughs) It looks so bad. It looks weird. The teeth get me. It's the teeth. Like, I know that, like, the eye thing is a whole separate thing, Uh and, like, the length of his legs and, like, a couple other things... But the teeth creep me out the most. <laughs> it's the most disturbing image I've ever seen. It's so uh, disturbing. They're fixing it. I know, which is nuts. That is, ugh. Like, do you know how badly you'd have to, like, that? Because that's a lot of money. And time. That's a ton of, that's got to be a ton of money. Ton of money. And, and I feel bad for all the people who have to redo that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, that's, that's doing a 3D character and reinserting it into live action stuff. That's not yeah. an easy task to do. It's like I watched a quick interview with a guy who did, uh, played Jar Jar Banks. Yeah. And how his life was like ruined over it. And it's like, he, I, I can't even imagine being the person that like stamped off on a bunch of things going, this is going to be great. And then you walk into it and it's like, no, every single person hates this. Yes, this is. Like the the ability to create art that is universally hated is gotta Ooh. be a, whew, that's gotta be that's a that's a, you know when all the stars aligned in the totally wrong way like, you know yeah like there should be at least something redeemable about it but yeah well yeah. but here we are I want to talk so Jafar makes a move which is exactly what I would do oh, <laughs> and I okay. love it I wanna, so much. I um, because he obviously he has the power to transform himself, right? So yes, the end he turns the end, into yeah. a snake. Yep. Because Aladdin calls him a snake, and I'm like, that would be my move every fucking time, dude. If I'm having an argument with somebody, if I can transform myself, <laughs> yeah. And I'm having an argument with somebody, and they call me something, I am going to 100% turn myself into that thing every time. That's a great move. Oh. Oh, when he did that, I was like, that's badass, man. I love that. Argument instantly won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. you call me a bitch. Guess who's Clifford the Big Red Dog right now? Like, you are, we are in a fight. <laughs> okay, I'm just what. picturing, like, Clifford the Big Red Dog, but, like, your eyes. <laughs> and just so mad. Yeah. 100%. I would do that every time. I think that's a baller move, and I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I respect the hell out of it. Oh, who's the bitch now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop That is a stop. woman's move, though. Yeah. I was like, that is revenge served in a very specific oh, manner. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. I love that. 
I yeah, love that. That's, that's a, a that's perfect a... villain move. I love it. I also love that he seems to because like he has like the guards under his command pretty much. Yeah. But they don't really seem like his henchmen. They kind of just seem like they're following whatever orders they're given because that's sure our job, right? Yeah. So like he's really on a two man operation here, and he's doing a lot of work. You know what I mean? He he's, is. He's getting shit done. Yeah. Okay. His villainy is uh, structured on point. We have organizers, like we've calculated. This out. It's him and Iago. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Iago is actually even pulling his weight. Like Iago's the one that suggests, like, "Well, what if she married you?" Yeah, and he and seems like, oh, honestly, yeah. Iago seems more evil and more to the point than Jafar is. Yes, he does. Yeah, Iago's like, "We'll kill him." Iago's like, yeah. "Let's get rid of him." Uh, Oh, the other part I wanted to point out about the Sultan is like he just keeps shoving crackers in Iago's mouth. And he hates He that. hates it. And that is such a childish, like not to be able to uh, pick up on when an animal isn't into something yeah. is a huge red flag. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, again, a childish thing where you go, no, 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 we don't, t- we don't pull the doggy's tail, mm-hmm. right? Or no, 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 we pet gentle, pet with the fur. Pet with the fur, right? That's the mental state that this sultan is in right now. Yes. So, of course, Jafar is going to move in. And, like... He's also pretty easily hypnotized. Well, that's that's what made me think, is he even really hypnotizing him? Mm-hmm. Like, or is it just, you know, like, is that just an added thing where it's like, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, the sultan just can't stop looking at my stick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a wooden staff yeah. done as a snake and and honestly every time i show up the sultan thinks it's a real snake and i move it around and he follows it i think i'm not sure that guy's right <laughs> i don't know if it's a stroke or he's just was never quite right you yeah. know what i mean but like he's you know just waves a stick around and the sultan does whatever he says yeah it is wild yeah he and, does he has a very childlike presence he doesn't realize until the end that he can just change the rules yeah which again is kind of like one of those plot holes where you're like okay well we could have avoided most of this yeah (laughs) i think the only the the one thing that i like really super grosses me out is just uh the jafar jasmine dynamic that's gross yes (laughs) he is very clear It, it is established that he is much older than her Yes. Much older. Yep. Uh, Because, you know, with cartoons, sometimes you can't tell. You're like, I don't know what age this person is supposed to be or whatever. But it is very clearly established. And I don't think... He is at the very least her father's age. Yes. And I don't think he needs her for this dynamic anymore. No, I don't Things think so Things have changed. Either. It has escalated. We don't need her to love you. No. That was a weird add-in that I felt like didn't really need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. I would have much preferred and certainly been more sympathetic to Jafar, which I realize isn't the purpose of the yeah, movie of course, itself. Yes. But if he had just been like, I need to marry Jasmine in order to legitimize my rule. Yes. And other than that, I don't really care about marrying mm. her. Like, I will probably keep her prisoner in the castle because I can't yes. get it out that that's this. But as soon as he's just like, Ooh, and I'm going to kiss you, too. That's yeah. where it gets gross. Yeah, that's where I was like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, yeah. you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> Jasmine should have been that means to the end for him. Where yeah. Goes, I, you know, and honestly, I don't need you anymore as soon as I become the most powerful sorcerer mm-hmm. and legitimized sultan of 
Agrabah because I wished for it. Yeah, because you know me, Craig. It pulls me out right away. Every time I see it in a movie, if there is any more than 20 years difference between two people, I'm like, shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> shut it down. You pulled me out. I'm grossed. No, I'm thank grossed you. out. I'm no, really, thank you. really grossed out. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this woman, I'm assuming, is supposed to be turning 18. Yeah. Would be I think my was, guess. I think they even say her 18th birthday or something. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. yeah. Crisp 18. Like, yeah. you're probably Ugh. quality 45. Oh, I guess 60 at least. Really? Yeah, I yeah. guess. It's hard to tell with sorcerers, but yeah. Yeah, oh, he's had some work done. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. So, like, uh, fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it also didn't... Yeah, it, he's... he. It doesn't line up with what his the rest of his uh, goals are in this, right? Like, Well, that's why I felt it to be yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the whole... Uh, everything before this, all the plot points before this, I'm like, okay, I get it. You want to be in charge. You want to be in charge. And I get why you would want to be in charge, right? Yeah. Like, if I have more power than everybody around me, I can, like, legitimately, like, look into separate areas of the world at any given moment if I want to. I can hypnotize people. You know what I mean? I I would feel like I should be in charge as well. Yeah, I have more knowledge. I've done yeah. more research on things. This guy is a child. Yeah. Apparently. Um, at no point, I am very much of the opinion that... If you've never experienced the society you're supposed to rule, rule you should not rule it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? This girl doesn't know how to pay, so... Yeah, and... and shouldn't to, be her. And should to not Jafar's be her. credit, he's, like, going into the dungeons and, like, talking to prisoners. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's out in the desert with thieves and things like that, like... He's doing Gathering work. resources. He, he understands how the world works. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, another thing about him, and this is a technicality, but he actually ended up doing exactly what he promised, which is like, he says to the Sultan, give me that ring and I'll find the man who Jasmine is going to marry. Yes. And, and he, he does. uses it instead to find mm -hmm. the guy who can go into the Cave of Wonders, who happens to be Aladdin, who Jasmine happens to marry. So like, he kind of yeah. did exactly what he was going to ask Not intentionally, but the like... Loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i don't know there's uh, and i think the more irredeemable things is where he's like well i'll marry jasmine and then we'll drop both of them off of a cliff so he's plotting murder yeah uh, of them but at the same time within this world that's the only way that he could legitimize his rule yeah because apparently these people are fine with murder <laughs> yeah it's like i need to get rid of these yeah. these people because they would have uh, a claim to throne or would get rid of me at a moment's notice and I'm the only one who understands how this actual yeah. economy and world works. Well, because essentially before this, there was a discussion that goes down that is essentially like, yeah, I don't care that you've beheaded somebody. I just care that you didn't tell me, me first. Yeah, run it by me. Yeah, run it by me in case it's one of my daughter's friends. Yes. Because <laughs> she's mad at me now. Yeah, that's the only thing that he seemed to care about is that Jasmine's mad. Yes. Like, oh, I'm upset, Daddy, because Jafar put a criminal to death. Yeah, certainly. I think my first question as a princess or whatever would be, so how many people do we behead? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
How yeah. often does this occur? Because I was unaware. All the time? Oh, shit. Maybe, oh, shit. Maybe it's yeah. time for some judicial reform. Maybe we, uh, <laughs> maybe we start to uh, Yeah, because we can change the, the rules whenever we want. So let's just start doing that. Maybe one less uh, gold-encrusted camel and uh, mm-hmm. a couple more, uh, couple more soup lines down there in Agrabah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Aladdin's first move when he gets the genie is to be like to ball out in the biggest dick energy flex I've seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? He comes in, bells, whistles. I'm like, I don't like Aladdin. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't think you're supposed to in that point, like he because he's trying to be something yeah. that he's not, right? He also promises uh, to free the genie. And then and goes back. And halfway through, goes back. Like, he does end up making good on it at the end, but he only does that when everything works out. <laughs> Yeah, and he, I mean, presumably he does learn his lesson, having everything stripped away from him before, mm. and then, like... Uh, but he wasn't going to do that prior. No, so because he, is he was only, worried about being discovered. So that technically, his, he's yeah. only a good man of circumstance. Yeah. he's only He only has good morals because of the circumstance that he has been in. He He's not, like, pure of heart necessarily. <sighs> Weirdly enough, I... Uh, I disagree with you on that because I think like as much as sometimes we argue that the villain was right because the hero was wrong. Yeah. In this case, I, I don't think Aladdin did nearly anything wrong or anything wrong to any large scale. So he wants to be a prince because he wants to marry Jasmine and yeah. you have to be a prince to marry Jasmine, mm-hmm. which is like a fine logic there. No, that but makes sense, he, yes. Then he lets the power and the, the, the sort of image of it go to his head a little bit, which of course you would. Like, Rebecca, you're telling me that if I was suddenly like, oh, by the way, here's the entire wealth of a nation, ball out for a couple days. You wouldn't be like, I'm spending it on some crazy shit? Oh, no, of course not. But the concept of uh, telling somebody you're going to free them from slavery and then taking that away for your own advantage is fucking Madness. That's dis- that's despicable. But I think I think his thing is like he gets kind of spoiled on the power and yeah. worried that he's not going to be ma- able to maintain it. And then when he's brought low again by Jafar, getting rid of all his stuff, he's like, oh, who I am really is important, and what is important is me keeping my wish. Yeah, but he's only a good person because of poverty. Oh, I mean that's kind of hard to say. But he does he does do it after he's lost everything. He could he was keeping the genie around in case he needed that last wish yeah. in order to reestablish like his status quo as a prince. Yeah, but and it's then, after he saved his life. Yeah. But then <laughs> and then he's faced with that situation where he says, "Okay, I can wish to be a prince again, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. I'm going to wish the genie free." Yeah. But also, here's a way better solution for this problem mm. because I I just want to know what the rules are for transference of that lamp because in order for Aladdin to get it, he had to go into the Cave of Wonders. Yeah. And he had to be the one who is worthy and mm-hmm. touch nothing but the lamp. And get, like, all these trials. And he is deemed worthy of holding this lamp and therefore can make wishes. All Jafar has to do is get his parent to steal it. Mm-hmm. And then he has three wishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, in theory, you could just hand this lamp off to Jasmine and be like, hey, Jasmine, you got three wishes. Make me a prince again. Oh, one for I the see. money yeah. and then let him go. Yeah. Or hand it back to me and I'll still have one wish and see you later, Jeannie. That is a good solution. Yeah. That is what I would do if I found a lamp. Yeah. 
just keep passing it on to like your next. Yeah, just all your friends and everything. Like, (laughs) well, make sure you trust those people because they could like take all three of them. But like, yeah, you're good. See, like, problem solved. You don't even have to do that. (laughs) Like, Jasmine's on your side. You're good. Yeah, I just don't think there's any nice people in this movie. (laughs) No, I'm 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 there for Aladdin. I'm also there for uh, the genie. I'm also oh well, yeah, the genie. Yeah, genie's good guy. Genie's Um, a good guy. Yep. Although. And, and this goes back to that we need to pay attention to who's doing who's telling the story, story, yeah. Which is that the genie, for the most part, is really, really good about not pulling any of that. Be careful what you wish for, shit. Right? Like, oh, true. Like with Aladdin, he's like, I want to be a prince, and he goes, Great, here we go. You're gonna be dressed nice. Mm. Here's a whole parade. You're gonna have it all. We can walk into Agrabah and go. There's none of this. I want to be a prince. It's like, okay, well, you're going to be the prince of England. You're uh, nowhere. Yeah. You're nowhere near Jasmine, and you live in what at this period of time is a shithole, right? Like, because that would be probably what I would do as a genie. Yeah. Like if I'm enslaved in this, yeah. Exactly. If I don't want to be here, I'm going to do the job. Like I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, and genie's also very generous in terms of like when Aladdin gets thrown into the water or whatever. He's like, oh, so you're you're wishing for me to save you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save you. Uh, Like, he's taking the most liberal and generous interpretation of Mm -hmm. all of Aladdin's wishes he possibly can. And the only time it's a be careful what you wish for situation is at the very end when Jafar wishes to be a genie. Yeah. You know? Classic misstep. I know. Classic villain misstep. Wanting too much? Yeah, wanting too much and... uh... Not realizing uh, logically what you're being talked into, <laughs> you know what I mean? I agree, but <laughs> it's it it still falls in the same category where there's an interpretation of that wish where it is not a genie who is enslaved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, how much agency does the genie have in swaying how these wishes go? Like, I think I think the genie's like, you know what, Aladdin? I like your style. I like how you kind of talked me out of that cave and tricked me into mm-hmm. a wish. You're a wily guy. I like that. I'm going to be cool with you. Respect. And then he's just like, fuck, I don't like Jafar. It's the it's the asshole tax. It's mm. like, like we were talking about, uh, yeah, last episode, right? Yeah, you're right. Asshole tax. tax. It's the asshole tax of like, if you're an asshole to your genie, mm-hmm. he's going to give you the most literal interpretation of your wish. If you're kind to your genie, he's going to give you some leeway. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'd run it. That's how I'd do it. I'd sign off on that. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Jafar, honestly, like, not that he's done the best stuff in here all the way around. Like, he does try and murder Aladdin, which is like... <laughs> There's a bit of murder, but yes. But he was also, he was also uh, going to be sentenced to death for yes. kidnapping the princess. So it's like... So he was going to get murdered up in that bitch anyway. Whether or not he got a chance to get that thing back makes total back. sense yeah i think we're good uh yeah anything else you want no to i think i'm ready to rate i think we are too yeah so yes. uh look every week we like to discuss uh how good our villain is by giving it a definitive ranking uh what do you got rebecca okay i've got it uh <laughs> i've got a very specific scale okay i i uh, rated jafar on the scale of i think the worst thing that he did in this movie Okay. I'll let you guess what it is by the by the scale. Uh, 
I've got from a scale of a Dane Cook to Woody Allen. Oof. I give him a Hugh Hefner. (laughs) (laughs) Inappropriate, Jafar. Inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to defend that that one for him. He's he's gross. Inappropriate. Um, Yeah, so for me, I rank Jafar on the Agrabah socioeconomic scale. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) So on a scale of street rat to prince... Uh, I'm going to give him a solid uh, blue-collar tradesman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Like a carpenter or mason or something like that. Uh, Mm Because he shows up every day and does the work. He puts in the effort. uh, But he's still getting screwed over by the uh, people who are above him anyway. That's great. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. He's just being absolutely. Over. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that's our villains. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, before we get to our hero mm-hmm. and villain of the week, uh, there's a couple ways uh, you can help the podcast. Yes. Please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, if you could go to iTunes. Like it there. Give us a line of, uh, you know, whatever you want to write down. Yeah, a quick review. It helps people sort of see us. The podcast becomes more visual, that sort of thing to them. So they're more likely to check it out. Uh, also, tell your friends. Oh, my God. Yeah, that helps a lot. Uh, it does. I know you guys have been, like, tagging us in a bunch of Twitter stuff. It's like you Which know, we love. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely love. Tag us in that. Uh, we're just people have, you know this is a podcast you love or if they mm-hmm. seem to think that a villain was right and then we get tagged in it, that's always a big help. Um, and there's also uh, a few other ways you can get in touch with us. Yeah, uh, please uh, email us. Villain was right at Gmail. Get us, get us your suggestions because I am lazy, <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to be told what to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you can grab us on Twitter, uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Villain was right. Um, yeah. So thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah. it's time for heroes and villains. Of the week, what do you got this week, Greg? Uh, for this week, I have another villain. I'm, I'm villaining so out a lot oh. lately, but that's they're fine. they're because they're the funnest to talk. They about, are the funnest Greg. to talk about. I I picked them more on what are going to be the better stories, but but this is a pretty light villain. So okay, I've just got politics this week. I'm just like because this whole dictatorship talk has oh, okay. got me all fucking riled. You want do you want to lead off then? Yeah, yeah. sure. Because mine's just pretty casual, but it's just okay. I don't care what your political opinion is. Okay. I think you're entire. I'm not one of these people that are like, Oh, you like Doug Ford. Well, fuck you. Whatever. Like I, I get it. There's, there's things that we, we are different and we have different opinions. That's not a problem. What I do have a fucking problem with <laughs> is people coming in and essentially bullying or doing things that are things that would only fall under a dictatorship. Vis-a-vis, there's something going on right now where uh, Mr. Ford, or Doug Ford, which is the premier of Ontario, has decided that if you are on a gas station, you have to put up a sign or a sticker in your storefront. You have to. um, Saying, uh, essentially saying that there shouldn't be carbon tax and it's essentially a political opinion of how there shouldn't be carbon tax, and right. this is why you're being charged more for gas because of this. And you are legally required to put it in your private business. You're legally required to put it up, and if you do not, you get fined. Yeah. That is, I don't care what your political opinion is, that's madness. This is your own private business. Yeah. It's a private business, okay? And they're causing, and they're making you put up a political opinion. Yeah, 
That's crazy. That's that's so crazy to me that we live in a world where that's going to start to be allowed. Yeah, because that's what that's what happens. You know what I mean? Then you start reading these opinion pieces on these people that are like, oh, these people that are protesting Doug Ford are just Eeyores. I read an article the other day that Eeyores. said that Eeyores, that? like uh, obviously Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that they're just sad bastards because they've lost, and now I'm like, that is not. That is the dumbest argument I've ever fucking heard in my entire I life, know. coming from a group that only calls people snowflakes. <laughs> I know it's it's insane. I mean, like, <laughs> not to get too, but yeah, it's it's the the stuff going on here is ridiculous. Like, I again, whatever your political view is, I don't care. But like, listen, man, the things that society need are teachers and nurses, and both of those are getting cut. Like, I, you know, no, no. No surprise here. I've, I've said before, I teach in schools. I tutor uh, kids um, on the side. And believe me, the thing that they need the most is more attention, not less. You don't need 45 kids in a classroom. That's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I won't get too far. Eh, yeah. You can't force people <laughs> yeah. to put up your own political opinion in their storefront. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's the only thing. I just think that's crazy. That's crazy dictatorship. Ah. Shit. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to... Uh... On to yours, Craig. <laughs> yeah, light, it a, light it up, baby. Light it up. So this is a villain. So um, one thing I've slowly uh, realized about myself mm-hmm. is, like, I'm actually pretty sensitive to, like, low-level vibrations and sounds and that sort of thing. Okay. Like, I remember at my old office job, they were, like, jackhammering something across the street, and, like, my desk just happened to be on uh, this, like one of the beams of our building and like the vibrations were Mm -hmm. just like traveling across the street into the building and just subtly shaking my chair and desk. Yeah. And this was going on for like a day and I was so worked up. Like it was, it was like, like someone was like banging like on my cage all day. Is there a word for that? Is that like a condition or something? Uh, No, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like I've heard like there's, there's something called, uh, infrasound which mm-hmm. is like very low level vibrations that you can't necessarily hear but you feel yeah. and it makes people very anxious very nervous mm. very on end to the point where they will go like ballistic and yeah. like, like act out and like need like like just this overwhelming desire that you need to leave mm-hmm. you need to get away like it's it's fear basically and like that's kind of what I was feeling during this and I was like getting up and like pacing the office like does anyone else feel this does anyone <laughs> else feel this am I going crazy what's going on and it was just this like you need to move and get out of the way so that was like one instance of it and then it's slightly different but here's my here's my real villain of the week mm. which was they were testing the fire alarms in my apartment building the other week and I understand why you need to do that make sure everyone's safe I also understand that fire alarms need to be pretty annoying they're supposed to grab people's attention, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the Monday after Easter weekend. I did not sleep at all the night before. For whatever reason, I just couldn't sleep. And I got up, and like 9 o'clock in the morning, they just start blaring this, the, uh, the fire alarm every five minutes. Every five minutes for the entire day. <laughs> just that. Like in my ear. (laughs) And like this has happened Uh, a couple times where it goes off a few times and they go like, this is a test, just ignore it, Mm -hmm. we're good. But this happened all fucking day to the point where I was just pacing around the apartment 
swearing at the top of my lungs anytime it would go off. I'd just be like, fuck, like it would go. And I was like, I need to leave. So I got all my stuff. I went and I was like, I'm just going to camp out in the library uh-huh. and like do some stuff. The Monday after Easter weekend, the library is closed. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, and there's like nowhere else I can go. And like at this point, I'm just, I haven't slept. I've been just agitated all morning. I have nowhere else to go. I'm like, I just need to sleep. Like I can't even camp out in a coffee shop or anything because I don't want to sit anywhere. I just want to go home and mm-hmm. sleep. Like that's just what I need. And it went all day. And I was like, I was, I was so surprised at how high strung I was. Like I was like, I don't like this at all. And then, like, I was in a bad mood for Kat when she came home. Like, I was, like, a wreck over the smallest thing. And then the next morning I'm sitting there and I go, like, I'm eating breakfast and I'm drinking my coffee. And Kat comes out from, like, the bedroom. I'm like, Kat, I'm so sorry that, like, you know, I was acting all, like, standoffish and, like, irritable yesterday. It's like, I don't know how that got me going as bad as it did. I didn't sleep, but, like, this is insane. Like, I didn't snap it or anything. I was just, like, grumpy, right? And then as soon as I finished, she's like, that's okay. I get it. Like, you know, stuff happens. And as soon as I started saying that, beep, beep, beep. (laughs) And for a second day, a half day, a day and a half of me stuck in my apartment just, like, so my that's villain, like a sitcom. Like you, I know your sentence ends. There's a pause, huh. and then that pops. Yeah. So for uh, that's my villain of the week is fire alarm. Fire alarms. <laughs> fire alarms. Fire alarms. I don't know why we have them. Uh, we don't yeah. need them. We don't need them. We don't need them. Uh, so that's my villain. I'm ready to die. Yeah, that's my villain. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for like, coming. You know, stopping by and listening to us. Uh, next week we're going to be doing Ocean's Eleven. Woohoo! So I think that's going to be a really fun one. Uh, and until then, this is the villain was right, uh, reminding you to be careful what you wish for. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 